Welcome to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast where seeing things differently inspires limitless possibilities. The Limitless podcast was created in order to inform, educate, entertain, and share stories from within the blind and partially sighted community that show that the opportunities for those who are blind or partially sighted are truly limitless. And now, it is my pleasure to introduce you to your host, the founder of Blind Beginnings, Sean Marcelet. Welcome back to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. I'm your host, Sean Marcelet. Halloween is coming up. So today we're talking about Halloween. And I am joined by three co-hosts, Nika, Lena, and Nolan. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for being here. So why don't we, uh, why don't you all remind our listeners who you are Maybe share your age and a little bit about your level of vision. Sure. Hi, I'm Nika. I'm 21 years old and my eye condition is called Peter's Anomaly. So I have partial vision mostly in my left eye and I can see shapes and colors, but I have trouble seeing small details unless I'm super up close to what I'm looking at. Um, I'm Nolan. I'm 15 years old and... My eye condition is called Lieber's congenital amaurosis, and I have almost no vision. I can see a bit of light. Hi, everyone. I'm Lena. I'm 14 years old, almost 15 in a, in a couple of months, and I am totally blind. I can see nothing at all, and yeah. All right. So Sorry. we're talking about Halloween. I'd love to know a little bit about what happens at Halloween in your families. Um, when I grew up, we definitely would carve pumpkins every year. Uh, we would decorate a little bit for Halloween uh, and obviously trick-or-treating and costumes. Was that the situation or is that the situation for each of you? Pretty similar. I love Halloween. I think even more than Christmas, which is saying something bold statement because I love Christmas, but I think I love Halloween even more. And I did trick or treating when I was younger until I was maybe um, 11 or 12. And then we carved pumpkins one year, but we're not a very hands-on DIY get messy family. So normally I carve pumpkins when I go to like Halloween programs and stuff um, but we only did it once at home we do leave out pumpkins though just because that's like my favorite type of decoration and without fail every year we wake up on november 1st and find out that someone smashed our pumpkins sometime over halloween night which is really sad um but as i got older we kind of stopped doing that and then we we have family friends who have a Halloween kind of costume party. They haven't done it since the pandemic, but um, during my like teenage years, we go to their house and dress up. Awesome. We do like decorations and go trick or treating and get dressed up in costumes and stuff. There wasn't anything unusual about the way we celebrate Halloween. The last couple of years though, my parents decided to that I was too old to go trick-or-treating. But I have gotten out of that for the past couple of years by being invited trick-or-treating by my friends. Yeah, pretty similar. I remember back in 2020, 
No, my mom was really celebrating Halloween. So what I did, I had this like little witch dress. So I wore that and my mom, she did my makeup and we had this like little get together with one of my aunts. So we, we all went there and then we just went around the block and we got some candy. And then after I invited my other aunt over and then we just had pizza and we watched the security movie. That's all I really did for the last couple of years, just like laying in bed and watching a movie all day. So Ooh, yeah. I'm not a fan of the scary movies. That is definitely part of Halloween. I feel like when you get a little older, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Scary I, movies. I love scary movies. So do I. <laughs> and scary I books. I watch like Halloween movies and scary movies if someone asks me to and I don't mind them but for me I actually like um around like the month of October I like listening to podcasts and watching videos about true crime and like real paranormal haunted encounters because I feel like when I'm watching a movie it's like fictional so I'm not as scared but when I listen to like real life encounters of like people like meeting people from the other side or like true crime cases that took place on Halloween. Um, I don't know, something about that makes it more real and I get more scared. And a lot of YouTubers I watch do like 31 days of Halloween where they post every day of October or they'll make specific Halloween content. Um, So that's definitely like my form of entertainment during October. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also Mm -hmm. me, uh, like, I always like put on scary music and stuff, but that's what I really do. But right, get in the spirit. Yeah. Yep. So have Nika, you've carved a pumpkin. Uh, Nolan and Lena, have you guys carved a pumpkin before? Well, I wasn't exactly, from what I remember, part of the carving process itself. However, I was involved in like taking the insides and stuff out of the pumpkin. Okay. Right. I think we carved a pumpkin way back when I was a little kid. And I think I was so small at that time, I couldn't even like help my parents. But I did remember kicking out the little slimy seeds out of the pumpkin afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. I love like getting all like elbow deep in the pumpkin guts. Yeah, right. It's so fun. <laughs> it's, I enjoy it too. It's funny when I was a kid, you know, we would, draw a face on the pumpkin with a black felt pen and then try to take like a knife and carve it out which didn't work for me very well and wasn't necessarily the safest um, option but nowadays they have these really awesome carving tools that you can they're like they're like small you can kind of feel what you're doing as you're doing it and I actually really love like I, I feel like I can do more elaborate carvings now where as a kid it was like triangle eyes and a square nose and some version of a mouth (laughs) and now I'm like my mouths are crooked and they have teeth and I make like one year I did star-shaped eyes like I can just be creative which is kind of fun but I agree blind beginnings event we might have um carved pumpkins and I think what we did was we put play-doh like as like the outline so we could like tactilely feel like where we were gonna like carve Mm, that's a good idea yeah I totally don't remember that but that yeah we did it at a junior explorers club I remember yeah cool 
Um, okay, so how about decorations? I feel like I've never been able to see in the dark and Halloween is kind of all about things being dark and scary yep. and, and, you know, cobwebs in the corner. Well, I can't see cobwebs, <laughs> spiders in the cobwebs. Well, I can't see spiders. So were there decorations that you guys appreciated? Um, are there decorations that you appreciate or enjoy or can benefit from? I appreciate any sort of light decoration because when I would go trick-or-treating, um, normally like the person I was with would describe all the decorations, but when we would go to more elaborate houses, they would have fancy like full-on like lights and like weird lights so that I could kind of appreciate on my own and it was really cool. Um, sometimes like I'll ask people like when they open the door if I can like feel a decoration, if I'm allowed to touch um in my own house like my mom always lets me like explore the decorations that she puts up yeah I think that's the same thing for me I really like the decorations which I can feel personally I remember this one year I went trick-or-treating with my mom and there was this really cool like spider web on this um person's doorstep real fast if I could touch it and I got it all over my hands but it was fun <laughs> I, I kind of wish that I was able to feel everybody's pumpkins, but it, I, I feel like that just might be a bit strange. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Every, every house you go up to and look for the pumpkin and feel <laughs> the carving, but that's probably the most interesting decoration for me. The um, speaking of touching things is reminding me though, one year when I was in girl guides, we did this really cool haunted house and everyone had to go into this pitch black. I think we had to put a blindfold on actually. Ooh. And, and then somebody guided us through and stuck our hands in things. So they put my hand into a bowl of something long and slimy and said, this is brains. And then Ooh. another dish had some things that were eyeballs and there was something, I can't remember all the things, but it was spaghetti was the brains and peeled grapes was the, were the eyes. <laughs> and it was actually a really cool experience for me because I didn't need to see anything. And I didn't recognize what the things were. And when someone tells you it's eyeballs and it's kind of slimy and round, you kind of believe that it could be. So yeah <laughs> it was kind of fun I went, to a, I went to a similar thing at my elementary school once where um they'd have you like touch everything and there was the brains were spaghetti and it was like really wet and slimy and yeah yeah no um, that you know that reminds me tomorrow at our school we're gonna be having this haunted house and we're going to be going into it as a class so i'm extremely excited but i remember this one time i went with my cousin i think it was this year yeah it was this year and it was this house and when you went when you entered it the door would close and it would go pitch black and then there would be like this loud noise and you would have to try and find your way out again it was so funny because we were all screaming and trying to like open that door, but it wouldn't open. <laughs> Ugh, that sounds terrifying. My, <laughs> my cousin was like, I want to get out, open the door. 
<laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about trick or treating. Uh, I didn't love it as a kid. I absolutely loved the candy reward, but tripping up and down stairs and usually tripping over my costume and not being able to see, I found it quite challenging. So I'm just wondering how has your experience been trick-or-treating? I mean, I feel like Nolan, you're still doing it even when your parents (laughs) told you you were too old. So how is it for you? I've escaped. Yes, I've escaped the tragic fate of being too old to go trick-or-treating two years already (laughs) because I really enjoy it. And like I said, I can see if it's light or also like really dark. So the darkness still kind of adds to the scary sort of atmosphere for me. Mm -hmm. It's also really cold out and there's obviously the candy that's Mm -hmm. great that's like one of the greatest parts yeah I can kind of relate to that I mean yeah I love trick-or-treating still even though I haven't been doing it the past few years but I I really like how we get to go with our kid uh, with our friends and stuff like that I do remember this one time I went up to this house and (laughs) when I knocked on the door I told the the parents who were handing out candy, I said, oh, I'm blind, may I please, could you please tell me what's in each of the bowls of candy? And they were like, okay, that bowl has um, Smarties and that bowl has lollipops. So I agree sometimes that um, they're way too quick in putting your candy in. But once in a while, I do tell them, oh, can I please see what is in each bowl? And then I can pick up whatever I want to, you know? That's more helpful in that sense. Wow. I don't think I ever had a choice. You just get what you get. (laughs) Um, I've never had a choice either. People will let you like kind of put your hand in the bowl and pick something yourself. Right. Yeah. 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 Same thing with me too. Um, Nika, how about you? Did you enjoy trick or treating? Um, I did. I just got sighted guided or yeah, sighted guide a lot because it was normally like dark when we went or we would go like mall trick-or-treating so it was like way too busy for me to just walk on my own um but I did like it I the one thing I didn't like was trick-or-treating with my brother because I don't I don't know I think as a kid I was kind of like ew I don't want to be like seen out with my older brother for some reason I was (laughs) I was more okay with going out trick-or-treating with my mom which is kind of ironic so would your families or friends uh, describe things to you while you were trick-or-treating? Like, I mean, I don't, you know, nowadays people have projectors and there's like some scene on the side of their house that's like a scary scene or they'll like create a graveyard in their yard or, you know, of course the pumpkins and, and stuff. But I feel like people kind of go all out now, some people. So mm-hmm. do, would people describe that stuff? Um, people would describe like the really cool like unique things so they wouldn't tell me about like pumpkins or like a like a ghost decoration hanging but they would tell me about projectors or if they did something really cool or set up a scene in their front yard Mm -hmm. I parents wouldn't just usually like describe things unless it was something like they knew that I would be interested in because 
a lot of the houses have sort of similar things and you kind of get tired of hearing the same repetitive thing over and over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if there was something that they thought would be cool or different, then they would describe it to me, which I thought was really helpful and nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. um, if it's just another typical pumpkin with a face, but if it's like somebody carved a cat into their pumpkin or there's like something coming out of the top of it or I don't know, like yeah. a cool scene on the on the lawn. Yeah, that kind of that Yeah, not like, cool. hey, look, guess what? It's a pumpkin. Come on, Dad. This is the seventeenth one this night. <laughs> or like hey, another skeleton. Yes. Oh, what a surprise! Or, or like, yeah, yeah, that's the same thing. Because honestly, I feel like every single house I go for trick or treating every year, they have the same decorations. And honestly, yeah, my mom, she would explain every single thing because my dad, we would leave him behind so he could give out candy. <laughs> but yeah, um, I remember this one time we were passing this house and it had a really scary decoration. And she's like, oh, there's like a little ghost decoration. And then it was, it was like, yeah, it was scary. But yeah, she had described it, which was super nice. So. Okay, so I want to know about costumes. What, how, what was the process for choosing a costume when you were growing up? Because I feel like uh, in my house, it was sort of what we had. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of homemade or put together costumes or things that we already had. We had an attic and there was a bunch of costumes and I had to be the same thing a couple years, you know, like multiple times sometimes or so it wasn't really like oh I saw this character and I and I wanted to be that character and I also feel like being visually impaired sometimes you're not you don't even really know what some of the characters look like so mm -hmm. I'm curious how you guys have chosen what kind of costume you want to dress up in yeah I know like um I would tell my mom oh I want to be this and this and that because I remember a few times I had to be a princess a few times when I was a little kid. But last year, it was kind of different. Because last year, I was, I think I was a bunny last year. Yeah, I was a bunny. So it was really a lot of work last year because I had to ask my cousin to let me borrow her little bunny ears to her school. And so it was a lot of getting the costume ready. But yeah, what we, what, we, what we would do is every year I would tell my parents, oh, I want to be a pumpkin this year, a little cat, a little bunny. And then we would just go and get whatever. And then they would describe me the costumes. Like, I remember when I went to get my Harry Potter robe, they're like, oh, it has the Hogwarts logo on it. And it's black and it's long. I'm like, yep, I want that one. So that's mm. the way it, it would work. Just right. describing things. Okay. Um, I would pick out based on like what I was interested in at that time. For example, when I was little, like six or something, I dressed up as Harry Potter and it came with a wand that actually made like sound effects, spell noises whenever you like, it's been a while, but I think there was a button on it. Hmm. and I thought that meant it could do actual magic <laughs> <laughs> so funny 
I I love dressing up for Halloween. Um, when I was <laughs> little, like kindergarten to grade three, I would kind of do the whole princess thing because um, I was obsessed with Disney and all of that. And then starting in grade four, I kind of went a bit more edgier. So I was a witch for two years. And then grade six was like the one year where for some reason I wanted to make a DIY costume. So I kind of did like the goth vampire valley girl. I don't even know where I was going with it, but um, I don't know. I think it turned out well. Um, and then in grade seven, I actually went as a gypsy, which now that I'm older and that I'm more like culturally sensitive and aware, I probably wouldn't make that decision. Um, but I guess I just saw the costume and thought it had pretty colors and it had like um, a head wrap and like something that went around my waist and it was fabric that had like coins that would jingle together. So I liked the sense of it. Um nice. Um, and then in high school, I dressed up as a Greek goddess. So it was like a long black dress and it had gold accessories. And it was really pretty because it was my like first actually like mature costume that I got from the adult section instead of the kids section. Um, and then in university, um, some people dress up in post-secondary, some don't, or some people kind of go low key and just wear like a headpiece. So because I took chemistry my first semester at Langara, I had to have a lab coat and um, safety goggles. So last year I went to school on Halloween as a disgruntled and uncaffeinated science student, which let me tell you, there is nothing scarier than a disgruntled and uncaffeinated science student. <laughs> that's awesome so funny. were you by any chance a disgruntled and uncaffeinated science student that day very much so, <laughs> so I, I really like to be objects so I mean I only own I only own two costumes now and one of them is a taco and it's been recycled many many times um I was a pumpkin one year that was fun I just had to stuff myself with multiple pillows <laughs> uh I I have a spider costume which I might have to wear this year because someone's borrowing my taco costume but yeah I was trying to figure out a way to be like a crayon or a lump of play-doh because I was looking for like a really easy costume that is still comfortable because I don't enjoy you know something that's hard to sit in or move yeah. around in so mm -hmm. it's it's all about functionality now <laughs> yep that's true but uh, yeah I've never I don't I think I had to be a witch when I was a kid a few times we had a witch costume that was too big and then you know you end up wearing it multiple years because you never grow out of it but I, I've never yeah. chosen to be anything scary as an adult I just prefer to be something funny <laughs> the food ones are the most fun yeah mm -hmm. I agree mm -hmm. so how about Halloween at school uh there's usually a costume parade Mm -hmm. which I remember being like an assembly and everyone in the school, one class at a time would march around the whole perimeter of the gym where the assemblies took place and everyone would show off their costumes and then there would be prizes, uh, which for me at the time, I couldn't really see what anybody was wearing when I was sitting in the assembly. 
Um, so how is it, how is that for you guys? In elementary school, we didn't really have a contest. We had like a Halloween fair slash pumpkin patch. And back then um, I had like my elementary school best friend. And I feel like it was like people that age don't really care about like being cool and stuff. So we would just hang out and I wasn't really worried about things being accessible. We would go to the different booths and like play the games. And there was actually a petting zoo where someone brought lizards and snakes that we could hold. And apparently, according to my mom, it is very off-putting seeing your five-year-old girl wear a Cinderella dress holding a giant snake. But (laughs) here we are. (laughs) So Um, fun. That's great. And then we had like, you know, Halloween like parties in class and people would just like help me get food. Like we would all bring food and it would kind of be like buffet style. And then in high school, we did have a kind of costume contest parade. And I only went one year um, with my EA and she would describe everything, but I didn't really go afterwards because I kind of was embarrassed sitting there with my EA. But the one thing I remember from that year was that there was a group of skateboarding bananas. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I remember from me in elementary, we would have this really big parade. So I remember it would be little kindergartners first, and they would be all dressed up in the little costumes. We would walk around a few classrooms, see everyone's costumes, and then we would all go down to the gym. And then we would all sit down, and then this teacher, she would come up, and then she would start calling out people who were dressed up at of a certain uh, things like I remember this one year she said everyone who's dressed up as a witch stand up and I was a witch that year and then people just clap for you and then yeah my EA she would describe to me what the costumes were and stuff and uh, in high school they just put like decorations around the school we just have some candy and do your work that's all we do in high school <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> did you ever get the occasional teacher that would like be nice to you and give candy to the whole class? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I remember last year in math class, uh, just before we left that day, our teacher gave us like a huge bag of candy. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> but yeah. What about you, Nolan? Um my elementary school did a lot for Halloween. Um, we did a party, like a costume party after lunch. From what I remember, kids would actually take candy or snacks to school with them to give to the teacher and everyone in the class would have a bit of everything interesting my son is nine and and so they're having a halloween party so he's bringing some cookies to share but he wants me to come to the parade so parents are allowed to stick around and they do it first thing in the morning as soon as the kids get to school and i'm like well i'm not gonna be able to see you <laughs> but he's like i just want you there so i can wave at you <laughs> Aww, which i so i guess i'm gonna go but i'm hoping to hook up with some of my mom friends so that they can describe some of the fun costumes that the other kids are wearing because 
Otherwise, yeah. it won't it won't be very exciting. To yeah, I guess there. it'll it'll make him happy. I guess it's like mostly for him. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make him happy. He's sure. something, you know. So, um, did any of the other kids at school ever let you feel their costumes, or did you want to? Like, was that something that you would have liked? I I never particularly wanted to, but um, some people would let me feel their costumes yeah i think for me um i was very curious about every single costume as a little kid so i would always be like oh can i touch your costume and there was this really cute costume of this little girl and she was like a little cat and her little cat ears were so cute but yeah they were really cute Yeah, people would let me feel like headpieces. They'd take them off for me to feel or if they had like accessories. And then some people, if I was like closer to them or if we talked on a semi-regular basis would let me feel like the fabric of their like main costume or outfit. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I don't Hmm. think I ever really asked, but I think now it I would appreciate being able to touch, you know, if somebody's got like a crazy wig or I don't know, some piece that is really like how, you know, they might say, Oh, I'm a kitchen sink. And I'd want to know, like, how are you a kitchen sink? Like what, what, (laughs) what kind of costume, what did you use to become a kitchen sink? What does that even look like? So yeah. (laughs) What about this year? What are your plans for Halloween? Well, I'm going no to one... try to escape the my tragic fate one more year. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm going to be dressing up as Harry Potter. And I'm going to be going to school in the big black robe. And <laughs> probably go for a little bit of trick-or-treating. And then give candy to little kitties who come nearby. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> um, this is definitely Halloween specific, I guess, but I'm going out for a friend's birthday over the weekend, so I might use it as an excuse to like wear a little something. Um, and every year for Halloween, like I always buy candy for myself, or like my parents will get my brother and I candy, and usually nice. I go on some sort of sugar coma binge type thing. <laughs> Um, and Halloween, like over the past couple years for me as an adult have changed because now I use it to celebrate Samhain, which is a like pagan or Wiccan holiday. Um, so it's basically like the end of it's the end and like beginning of a new year. Well, my birthday is the day before Halloween. So yes, I have always had uh, I mean, as a kid, my birthday parties were always Halloween themed. A lot of, <laughs> of like my mom made a spider cake one year. Uh, so sometimes the the cake would even be part of the theme. There was a lot of carving pumpkins at my birthday parties uh, <laughs> and or and as a teenager watching scary movies or, you know, things like that. So I am having a little bit of a get together with some friends that we're calling Halloween slash birthday because a few of us have had birthdays in October. So I am looking for a costume because I feel like when you invite people over, you know, the weekend of Halloween 
and it's partly a Halloween party, you should probably dress up, even though maybe, 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 maybe it could be a little bunny. Go out and get a pair of bunny ears and put a little mm-hmm. bit of makeup on. You're done. Yeah, I don't think I'm a bunny type person. Yeah, that's not really your style. <laughs> no, yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> uh, I don't, yeah, I've, I've been thinking of a few things. Oh, Sean, uh, I have an idea. Okay. You should go as a disgruntled and under-caffeinated executive director. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Good oh. one. Or, or yeah. director of programs and community outreach. Right, right, yeah. Yes. I, I was going to dig out, like, a tracksuit from the Paralympics from, you know, a long, long time ago, part of my swag, and just be, like, <laughs> a retired athlete. I don't know. <laughs> 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 That's kind of lame, though, but. We'll see. We'll see. I might still make it to the costume store or actually the thrift store nearby has a lot of costumes. So I was going to go check that out Nice. And, and see if I could find something cool. Nice. Yeah. So one thing that when you become an adult uh, that becomes part of Halloween, if you choose, is the handing out candy. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, it's not my favorite thing because when I answer the door, I don't have my white cane and people don't know that I'm blind. And then, you know, kind of like Nolan, you had mentioned earlier, even getting the candy in your bag. I didn't ever, I never found that to be an issue because, you know, the bag's just there. They're going to drop in the candy. But when you have to find the bags to drop the candy in and make sure that everybody gets some, that can be kind of challenging. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if any of you, what you do when you're handing out candy and how that works for you. Um, yeah. My mom doesn't really let me hang, hand, like, hand out candy or like, she's kind of more like, oh, I'll do it. You just chill in your room. So I don't really have to worry about that. But if like, whenever I move out, what I'll probably do is I have some like partial vision. So that might be enough to kind of be able to um, hand out candy or I probably will just tell them that I'm blind and ask them to like, like kind of make sure that I'm holding the candy in the right place just because I'm pretty open to kind of like disclosing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, what I tend on doing is I tell them, okay, guys, I'm blind and you guys have to tell me if I'm putting the right amount of candy. So I hold up, what I do is I bring out the candy jar that we have or whatever thing that we have the candy in and I just tell them to hold out their bags one by one because what people tend on doing is they automatically hold out their bags at the same time and that can be really 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 tricky so then I tell them okay you're next and then they just hold up their bags and that way I don't have to worry about oh I missed that person oh I missed that person hmm. I guess nowadays too like a lot of people do just hold out the bowl <laughs> and say help yourself you just gotta trust that they're not going to take the whole bowl (laughs) that's what we did during covid i think we just we just left out like a bowl of candy and a sign that said like take two or whatever take Mm -hmm. one yep yeah 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 i think i mean i i have no problem saying i'm blind i guess it's just having to say it a lot of times throughout the, you know every new person that comes to the door (laughs) it's a little exhausting but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I like the the leftover candy at the end of the night. Yes. <laughs> Love the leftovers. You know, every Halloween on our way home, we actually head back 
me and my siblings used to head back to our own house, knock on the door and say trick or treat and get some of the leftover candy from my parents. Yes. Oh, yeah. Or like yeah. my mom, what she'll do is she'll get like the like jumbo, like king size chocolate bars or like the more like expensive, like Lindor stuff. She wouldn't hand that out to the neighborhood kids, <laughs> but she would save the good for me. So then when I trick or treated, she would top off my um, trick or treat bag with like all the jumbo size and like the more expensive, like fine chocolate. Wow, nice. Yeah, that's that, yeah. I remember this one year I came home with like 15 pieces of candy, and my dad gave me like three big sized Twizzlers, and I'm like, this is the best Halloween ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's a question. Um, do your parents let you keep the candy in your room and eat as much as you want when you get home or do you have to ration it? Ration it. (laughs) They started, used to ration it, but the past couple of years, they've let me keep it in my room. Both. So they tell me I have to ration it, but they also know that I'm not really the type of person who can eat a lot. Um, like it would be a rule. So I was allowed to keep like the chocolate candy, but like not really like the rockets or like the other types of candy, which was fine with me because I'm actually not a candy person. I'm more of a chocolate person. Mm. Um, and the rule with that was, um, I divided all of that, like gave the non-chocolate candy to my brother because when I was five, he was 12 so that's when he stopped trick-or-treating um for himself so that's kind of like I guess the only rule was that I divided my candy and shared with my brother but I was okay with it because I just kept what I liked and when I'd go the trick-or-treating in the mall and I'd go to save on foods they would always give out mini mandarin oranges to people and I was so mad and I just thought it was horrible that they did that Always went to my mom automatically. She could eat the disgusting fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's really funny. Oh, my parents totally made us ration it. It was kept like in a tin, like a cookie tin on top of the fridge, like out of reach. And we were only allowed, you know, like maybe... Well, I feel like the candy was bigger back then, even the Halloween size maybe, but like one thing in our lunch and maybe one thing after dinner. Like it was, it was very rationed. It would last quite a while. Yeah. The question is what's your rule for Nicholas now? Well, yeah, he's not allowed to just go crazy when he gets back from trick or treating, he gets to have a couple things. And then, yeah, it's kind of the same as my parents. It's, he's not allowed to keep it in his room. And we usually have Halloween candy, like right through to Christmas because he doesn't get to have that much of it. And I mean, and he has to share (laughs) with us. So we're all kind of eating out of it. Like you're a parent, you maybe get like where they're coming from now a bit more. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, he reacts to sugar pretty, pretty severely. He's like, goes a little hyper crazy. So uh, I don't need that in my life (laughs) on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. For me, what I think I'm doing, because I'm more of like a chocolatey person, what I plan on doing is I give my my candy to my cousins because they devour candy in like ten seconds. So and I keep all the chocolatey goody stuff. So mm. that's me. Uh, it's always nice when you have like family members who can be vacuum cleaners. 
Or like, <laughs> um, I love Smarties and Mars bars. Those are her favorites. And yeah. I like those too, but I'm not like obsessed with them. I'm more into like O. Henry and Reese's. So, oh, so I wouldn't mind, like, I'd always give my mom a couple of my Smarties and Mars bars because like, since those weren't like my top favorites, I, I was always okay with like giving out a couple of those. Mm-hmm. That's I I always look for a Twizzler in my candy bag because I'm a big Twizzler fan. Oh, so good. Love Twizzlers. Well, I hope you guys get all the candy that you love this year, uh, even if you have to buy it yourself, Mika. <laughs> <laughs> Since I don't all think the you... toys of adulthood. That's right. But thank you so much for joining me. I wish you all a happy Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween to our listeners. You've been listening to limitless the blind beginnings podcast. If you have a question, a comment, a future topic request, please send us an email to limitless at blindbeginnings.ca. Please share our podcast, like subscribe, leave us a rating and join us next time. This podcast has been brought to you by Blind Beginnings, an organization based in Vancouver, Canada, that supports children and youth who are blind or partially sighted, along with their families. Music for this podcast is composed by Sean Bishop and Clement Chow. Production and audio editing by Rob Minot. For more information about Blind Beginnings and the work it does to support children and youth who are blind and partially sighted, along with their families, visit us on the web at www.blindbeginnings.ca. And also remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.